Hey there, this is Julie from Blended Life. Thank you for taking the time to download this episode of our podcast. I hope you find value in it. The truth is though, sometimes you need more than a podcast can offer to get unstuck and find peace in your blended family life. The struggle is real. So this is a personal journey I've been on for years, seeking peace in circumstances and with people I can't control. Becoming Heard was born out of this quest. As a certified life and health coach, I am passionate about helping others just like you and me free themselves from chronic upset and chronic crisis mode. Right now, I'm offering Blended Life listeners a one-on-one free breakthrough session with me. This call will give you clarity to see if coaching is right for you. Take advantage of this opportunity now by emailing me at becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I can't wait to connect with you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Blender Life. We've been having a podcast here without you tonight. I'm Eric. This is my wife, Julie. Hey, we've already been talking for like 10 minutes. Yeah, we totally had a technical <laughs> error, but welcome. Let's get this party started. Yeah. Hi, guys. And? Cue music. Oh, here we are. I think you danced in the last one that no one saw yet. That's probably for the best. Hey, hey, we've been having a hey listen. You can hear us live. Why don't you go ahead and turn that down, too? We are having technical difficulties all over the place. I mean, here we are. All right. Tonight's topic is actually one called in by or typed in by a viewer, Shalicia. And it is about, um, uh, how do you explain this? It is about social interactions with both families. Yeah. It's a great topic because that's a difficult one to tackle. I know um, Charlicia, I'm hoping I'm saying your name right. She loves your name, by the I way. I do love your name. She's already rant and raved what a beautiful name this is. I know. In the first 10 minutes, you didn't see. I know. Sorry, you guys. <laughs> and if you're listening if you're listening to this on a podcast and you're not live, um, I you mean, don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. Welcome. So, um, I guess Charlicia was listening to our X Factor podcast. Yes. Which is our most popular podcast, both on... Which, ironically, is our first podcast. Yeah, but I think it's such a hot topic, right? right. I mean, it's one of the most difficult things mm-hmm. and the most sensitive subjects when you're dealing with a blended family. It is. Because your ex is the reason why you're a blended family. <laughs> Half the reason. Oh, you're so smart. Uh, yes. Um... So, yeah, and also the most read blog. There's a blog on it. Go go read it. It's on the website. Um, but she wrote, you know, she asked if you could touch on social interactions with both families. Yeah. Birthdays, kids' sports. How do you suggest handling that when it feels awkward? It's always so awkward. And there's kind of no way of getting around that, right? Yeah, I think the f- first, you know, it's like step one, admit there's a problem. Right. It's awkward. Right. I, and understand that. The other person, the other party, the other family is feeling awkward too. Yeah, but who feels it the most? The children stuck in the middle feel it the most because it's their senses are so heightened when they're stuck between the two of you mm-hmm. and you're both at the same event and they know mom's not so excited to be around dad or dad's not so excited to be around mom and the kids are hyper aware of all of this, right? I mean, truth. Are are your kids not? Our kids totally are. True story. Your kids are like hypersensitive. Yeah, but okay. Let's say that kids get the short end of that stick. But right. who who does that to them? The parents. The parents. 
And they do it by talking about the other parent behind their back or talking about the situation, um, talking about the other parent, right? Yeah, I think parents are 100% responsible to blame for any thing that the kids feel in these social interactions. And we're not and pointing I, fingers at anyone other than all of us because we oh, we deal with the same things. Sorry. No, I mean, I can speak from experience. My kids, and it's seven years and counting. And this isn't something that we have overcome yet with your kids. No, you? but baby steps. Right. Um, but I know my kids, it's, it's heartbreaking as a parent. And especially as a mom who's all about, like, nurturing and love and, oh, dear, I care so much. But, you know, I see my kids at their schooling events or their sporting events or their dance recitals or, you know, we're pick up and drop off, whatever it is. And it is so awkward. I mean, you can cut the tension with a knife. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to behave. They don't want to upset dad by giving mom too much attention or time. They don't want to upset me by loving on their stepmom or, you know, their dad too much because I might get offended. And what I've come to realize is that my ex and I, in our behaviors and even you know, you're wonderful, so I can't even include you me? in that. Yeah, oh, but thanks. their stepmom, their dad, and myself have really fucked it up. Wow, she's going there. <laughs> because it's serious. Like, I say that as a Christian woman. Hear that. Well, you know, God knows my heart. He so um, I'm not worried in this regard. Okay. Anyway. I'm going to have to put a disclaimer on our podcast now that we have... <laughs> Language oh. alerts. Are we not allowed to talk? That's right. I'm gonna blur. I'm gonna bleep it out. She just used a really bad word for you <laughs> listening to the podcast, not live. All right, but we all messed it up for my kids, and that is a really tough pill to swallow. Um, I'm completely a third of that problem, um, and trying to reconcile that because I am so sick of it. it. There's just it's unnecessary, right? We've all moved on. You've taken some big steps to try to reconcile it. Are you mm-hmm. all right with talking about that? I know it's. Mm. No? Yeah, I mean, I don't mind talking about it. You don't have to go into full details, um, but you you have really stepped up and gone, you know what, I want... Because that's funny that this topic came up, because this is something that brand Julie new. and her kids have dealt with for mm. so long. My ex and I get along pretty well. We co-parent very well together. And yeah. I think a big part of that is our communication with one another. Yeah. We communicate very well with each other. I wouldn't say very well. We communicate well with each other. And you guys are on the same page. We're on the same page. But also the mm-hmm. lack of communication when it comes to mm-hmm. things that aren't our business. Yeah, but I feel like in my situation, I don't talk with, I genuinely am not interested in my ex or his life outside vi- of my kids. Like, and vice versa. So I agree in, in my situation, you know, I don't. We don't discuss things that aren't related to the kids right. naturally because there's just nobody wants that. And that's a big thing that's helped my ex yeah. and I. We don't talk a lot outside of our kids. It's not, we don't have, I would call it a friendship. Mm-hmm. We're not friends outside of our children anymore. Yeah. We co-parent and that's it. Because you guys would be together if you could be friends. Yeah, why I not? I kind of right? feel like that. Yeah. If you're, if, if if you if you're parents and you're friends, stick it out, be together. Yeah. Right? It's better for the kids that yeah. way. Um, but yeah, I think for you guys, you guys are on the same page, you know, which unfortunately my ex and I, I mean, I could say that the sky is black. He'd tell me it was yellow. 
and we would just be black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Oh, wow. wow. You see what I did there? Oh, wow. I know. I'm a rapper. <laughs> You're Inquiries a rapper, can all right. email Blended Life. I'll rap for you. Cardi B was just at the fair, <sighs> the local fair here. Speaking of rappers. She's a great role model. Yeah. <laughs> um, anywho, so I think it's that, you know, that helps a lot if we're talking about like awkward situations and parents' responsibilities of creating that awkward situation. You have to look at yourself, you know, you can't just blame the other person. You're half the problem. So um, I think it matters a lot, communication, and then also what you're communicating about. Like you said, it's about the kids. Right. But the difference with us is that you guys are on the same page. So when you communicate about the kids, you guys basically like agree and trust each other and are a team in that regard. You guys support each other, defend each other. You guys um, are great together. My situation, we just disagree on everything. Right. We have, And that's a big reason our marriage didn't work. Anybody who knows us is like, oh, gosh, you know, right. like. Um, but when you are disagreeing so much and you can't see eye to eye on anything and you're dealing with your kids, I mean, the amount of negative energy, because I think I know what is in the best interest of my children, mm-hmm. like would die on a train track him too. Because he, you, we genuinely care about our children. We yes. ca- genuinely care about their well being yes. and their best interest. Totally. And making the right and the yes. best decisions. Right. And yeah. I know I know their dad, my kid's dad, genuinely feels like this is what's best for them. Right. I genuinely feel like this is what's best for them. And nine times out of ten, they're completely opposite. Yeah. Which is also something. Make this stuff up. <laughs> how my ex and I co-parent pretty well yeah. also. We're usually pretty much on the same page. I mean, maybe. Totally. He, you guys yeah, totally are. Not, not perfectly, but our parenting style. And I will say discipline, too. I, I know that. You know, she can call you when she's having a hard time and you can give input, you know, and she'll do what you say and vice versa. And and the discipline can carry on from house to house. Absolutely. So I think that's a lot of why if you guys are listening, you know, not awkward. You don't feel like it's awkward when you all are at events. Right. No. My situation, because there's so many, there's so much uh, conflict still just on differences of opinion so awkward because we are so it's just so hard not having absolute control over your children and what they're doing as a parent right as a parent to have literally no say half the time and the person who says no always wins can i just say that you've always said that <laughs> or holds all the power that's normally what i say the person who says right. no holds all the power but circling back around, I think that's a whole other subject. Um, I think that's what creates the awkwardness. And that's what makes it so, so hard when you're out and your kids see that. So if you're, um, so when you're communicating with your ex, you know, and you're always in conflict with them and it carries over when you're face to face. So if that's the case, what do you do? Well, tell us about the big step that you've done to kind of help change this up. Okay. <laughs> so it's, you know, I um, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if it's good. Let me just preface that. You're already like starting I have, to tiptoe. <laughs> I know. <laughs> do, do, do. Yeah. Toe in the water. Well, I don't, I just don't have any expectation. My hope is 
for my kids to relax. It is so heartbreaking to see them so awkward around their parents. Their parents should be, I should be a safe place. Their dad should be a safe place. They should feel comfortable to talk to. I think when you have kids in public or you when you have these events where your both families are attending, your kids need to feel free to say hi to both parents. The fact that I even have to say this is appalling to me, but I know from personal experience it needs to be said. Um, so the goal is, and however you're going to squash this awkwardness with your ex, is to let the kids just be. Let the kids be free to love both parents, to feel comfortable with both parents, to say hi to both families. This also carries over to grandparents. Well, when you're at events, I, th- I think that's what you're Holy talking about. Heck. When we're at events, mm-hmm. oh, you'll go from that word to that <laughs> word. <laughs> well, now I'm more Woo. mindful. Yeah. Okay. Gosh darn. Yeah. Gee whiz. Gee whiz. So when you're at events, mm-hmm. your children, if they're with the other household, mm-hmm. Have such a hard time coming over and saying hi to you, That's right. me, your 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 parents, their it's grandparents. So hard. And if they do, it is like you said, you could cut with the tension. It's like a knife. It there's so much tension built up there. It's yeah. It's so. Can much. I tell a funny story about Go this? Let's hear it. So this was two years ago. Talent show for my daughter at her elementary school. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Hi, hi, mom, Peggy. Um, I Hi, see bud. you. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Um, we're at the at, at my daughter's talent show, and uh, we walk in, and your mom walks in in front of us. She's leading our our pack. That's right. It was the. <laughs> it was just. It's so funny. Um, she goes and sits right down next to my ex. Literally. I mean, you the have the whole seat. place. The next seat. Oh, yeah. She didn't know better though. No, she it didn't was know. <laughs> It was just, it was funny, and um, I chose to sit in the row in front, mm-hmm. I think, right? We just kind of mm-hmm. like, but um, so it was just, it was just comical. I don't know, things like that happen in life, but I... Way to make it awkward, mom. <laughs> it was actually, you know what, a blessing in disguise. It's fine, yeah. Because it was one of the times that highlighted the most to me how sad to see my son, my daughter was going to perform. So she wasn't, you know, sitting with us, but my son was squiggly in his seat, would not make eye contact, would not say hello. Um, and was just like going to combust. I I don't know. PTSD from that one event. Yeah. I mean, he just didn't know what to do. And in that, that was one of the moments. Um, I think it stands out to me so much because I was like, this isn't okay. Right. It is absolutely not okay. And 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 kind of something I why aren't we celebrating our children together? Why are we making this awkward? Yeah. Why can't parents? I mean, you created a kid together. Sorry. Yeah, that's a choice. <laughs> like that yeah. was your choice. But I'm like, why can't you find common ground at least to celebrate your children's accomplishments or to cheer your children on? That, I think, is how you handle the awkwardness, right? You make that your focus. And maybe have a conversation with your ex and say, you know what, for this time, for this event, it's going to be all about celebrating and supporting and cheering on our children. Put your differences aside. It's not about that. That is not the time to discuss anything. You know, maybe you put some boundaries and rules in place. And even if your ex doesn't 
follow that, you know, you lead by example. You do not engage in any negative banter of any kind for that event. You do allow your children to go love on their other family, regardless if that is extended to you in return. Or it's not your day or not their day. Yeah. You know, you take control of the situation by leading by example. And that's super powerful. Now, you may think, oh, I did that one time and it didn't happen. And so why am I going to do that? I can get all chicken head with it too. Don't you worry. I understand, girl, where you're coming from. But let me tell you this. Mm. (laughs) You just put me in my place. I know. (laughs) But let me tell you, you know, it takes consistency. You know, probably after one time, probably not going to see a return on your investment. Right. But, you know, you give it a year, you give it eight months, you give it six months, and you're consistent. I know you will feel better about yourself because you will know you're doing the right thing and you're doing what's in the best interest of your children and your children will most definitely notice it, if not now, later in life, I promise you. Yeah, that's that's great advice. Yeah. yeah. And we really need to get, I mean, just talking about this, listening Listening yeah. to you speak, we really need to get the kids on there on that level. I feel like I feel like my son and my daughter don't have a problem running back and forth at an event. But I yeah. feel like your kids are still to your this kids day, are very comfortable. They're comfortable, yeah. yeah. But again, that's because of how you co parent and your relationship with one another. Right. You know, and kids overhear things. When kids overhear your disdain for your ex And that's not just at the event. That's after the event. That's leading up no, to the I'm event. No, I'm talking about in your home. Yep. In your household, you know, when you're venting to your spouse about your ex or you're on the phone with a girlfriend about your ex or you are um, uh, whatever you're posting on social media about your ex. I mean, as kids get older, they're super aware. And let me tell you, their little ears go up. They, they hear, hear They hear about mom or dad. It good, bad, ugly, whatever, they're like, oh, I want to hear what that's about. That's my most favorite person. I want to hear what they're, right. you know, and it affects their little hearts. And, you know, um, they get confused. They get confused that well, you're saying get, bad things hurt. about someone they love. And they so, know different. As you always say, there are other parents, half of them. They're yeah. half of each one of us. But it is confusing. Like, they love they love their both their parents, and they have experiences with both their parents that you don't have. Right. And they see it very differently than you see it. Well, and you're never gonna, you're never gonna talk your ch- your child out of loving their other parent. Uh uh-uh, uh, don't. And try if it. you do, it's not going to be healthy. It's not going to be a healthy way, and it's always going to turn around and backfire on you. Well, and that is manipulation, and manipulation is not love. That's if you're manipulating your child in any way, that is not loving them. Right. So know that. Yeah. Um, and let your children be free to love. That's right. Who they want to love, grandparents and uncles on the other side. You might know something about your ex's brother or sister that you're like, oh my gosh, you know? Yeah. But your children don't see that. They don't experience that. Hopefully, they don't Mm. experience that. And if they do, they'll come to their own conclusions. If you're raising your children properly, they're going to come to their own proper conclusions. They will see it for themselves. I mean- it took me 35 years to see it, but take heart, you know, it happens, it clicks. Yeah. Um, if you want me to discuss my baby stuff, I will. <laughs> yeah, you're still tiptoeing uh, around this thing. 
I know. Way to drag them on. I know. Okay, well, so, disclaimer, no expectation, okay? It, this uh, How it's been is how it's been for seven years, so, um, okay, okay. Let's get to this. Well, I okay, so a little bit of a story. I was driving around, and God put it on my heart that I needed to reach out to my kid's stepmom, and I kind of sat there with that, and I kind of argued about that with God. I'm sitting there like, I don't want to. What's the point? This is dumb. I don't, you know, I have no interest in being her friend. I don't necessarily love her. Um, I just, I didn't even know what I was going to say. I didn't know the point of it, and I just sat and wrestled with it. So, but I always seem to just, I... Submit. (sighs) Yeah, it's hard to tell God no after I argued and threw my tantrum. So I did. I And you two have a history. You and her have a past relationship, friendship, Mm -hmm. that didn't work out so hot. Yeah, but we were friends. You know, that's something that... um, and so anyway, I, I listened and I obeyed and I reached out to her and I didn't even know, I'm like, well, maybe this is my out. Maybe I obey God and she's like, no, not interested, but she didn't. She's a better person than I am. <laughs> she, uh, she, she's like, yeah, let's do it. And so I was like, another choice word, word. No, oh. but I, you know, so we, we made plans and we met up and I knew I knew when we met up, she was going to be like, what? What do you want? Did she hit you like that? Um, you, guys, you guys met up at, at a coffee house, right? We did. And let me tell you, my intention was not to uh, also. kind of didn't have intentions, right? Well, yeah, but I just wanted, I didn't, I didn't meet with her f- to use it for content. Like, uh, I kind of had to talk you into like, hey, this is part of our experience. Yeah, like, I would just like to, you, I don't want anyone to think that that was for show because if you know my kids, um, well, they know your heart too. Well, I just there had to. Be, I, I, I don't want to see my kids hurt anymore. Okay. Anyway, so I knew when she was going to be like, "What's up?" Because this is very out of character for me. I tend to cut people off and shut people out. I don't tend and to keep them out. Yeah, I tend to just let it go and walk away. So this was super awkward for me, and this is, you know, she did. She sat down, and she kind of was like, you could tell, like, what? I don't remember what the first, I think I was, I was. That's okay. We don't need detail details. details. Yeah. yeah, but, uh, you know, I had no agenda, and I told her that. I told her, look, this was put on my heart. I'm just obeying. I'm just obeying. I don't have any expectation. I don't have an agenda. I don't know what to talk about. I said, I guess I want to start off by thanking you. Just give me a big thing of sand to swallow. Um, I I thanked her for being a great stepmom to my kids. The truth is, regardless of my feelings, it's not about me. Right. Gosh, it's just so hard to say and swallow my sand. But um, I thanked her. My kids, you know, the truth is, my kids love her. Your kids love her. Your kids so love their other family. They do so much. As they, they love, love our family. They're excited to go there. They love their dad so much um they love their stepmom so much and she's a great stepmom to them you know i can't she takes care of them they have their own relationships with her um she's there for them she 
You know, I mean, I, I can't deny that. And I'm super grateful for that. At the end of the day, they could have a stepmom not like that. They could have a stepmom who hit them or who, you know, trying to pull them away from their dad, you or know. puts them down like the stepchildren. <laughs> Technically, they are. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, you know th- she, that term redheaded stepchild came from somewhere. Yeah. So I think because I was able to open up and just thank her, you know, my walls went down because hearing myself say it was like me really fully accepting that. So my walls went down. I feel like her, I'm not going to speak for her, but it seemed like her walls, like she kind of relaxed and was like, okay, She's this not bitch here to isn't going to hurt me or, you know, yell at me, cussing again. Sorry. I'm Eric. This is my wife, the sailor, Julie. <laughs> Arg. Wait, that's pirate. Uh, you're a pirate too. Yes. I'm, Choice word I'm after whatever that. you want me to be, baby. Oh my gosh. Later. Want to play games? No, I. Oh. You, you always do this in like the pivotal point of the story. Okay. Okay. So anyway, I met with her. We talked for like two and a half hours. Um, and it I was called on you, <laughs> and I checked on you, and then you didn't answer your phone. Yeah. Then your mom called you. You didn't answer your phone. Yeah. I'm not supposed to tell you, but your parents actually left and went looking for you. I'm like, oh, did she kill her and bury her somewhere <laughs> in a shallow grave? Yeah, I was just trying to be super respectful. You were. I didn't. To her? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it was it was kind of a sacred moment, which is why I'm not going to go into everything we talked about. Right. Um, And I'm protective. Uh, it's weird for me to say I'm kind of protective of her now. Well, Well, always. I kind of had to, t- I had to talk you into... Even mentioning this, yeah, because you haven't talked, you haven't told anyone about this. I you haven't told my friends about this. You didn't even want to tell your mother about this, Mm-mm. right? My kids don't even know. Which that's what I mean. If they know your so heart, they'll know are. that you didn't do this and set the, this up for content. The only yeah. reason I asked you to talk about this tonight mm-hmm. is because it is such an amazing conflict resolution we'll see. tactic that you're using. But I, I'm not talking about even just for your situation or our situation. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about for other people. If other people can get over that bridge mm-hmm. and just be like, hey, reach out. Let's just co-parent together. Maybe it's with the ex's new spouse or new whoever. Mm-hmm. But if they can do what you did and just reach out and just mm-hmm. lower those walls, man, this would make a great speech for a presidential candidate. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. But if they could do that, then it would really soften up a lot of hearts and kind of turn things around on both sides of the family because the very next weekend we went to an event for your children. Mm -hmm. You saw her, you saw him, you saw the whole family and it did. It softened up kind of everything. It wasn't perfect yet, but it was a Mm -hmm. really, really. That that was awkward the first time after our meeting. I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know. She actually gave me a hug. I think my ex-husband actually talked to you. Yeah. Him and I really haven't had like besides the beginning we don't have conversations i've never seen you interact ever but i don't think either of us are in a weird situation like hey how's it going you know yeah we're not buddy buddy yeah um yeah but i think my goal i i walked away from it and i think at the end because i'm wrestling with what is the point of this god like give me words like tell me where you want me to take this or you know and i think what i told her is that I really just, the greatest gift I could give the kids or we could give the kids. Um, because you guys, like you think about it, we were discussing, I said, listen, 
how awesome would it be for my son to have one graduation party? Right. You know? You're thinking of the future. Yeah. I'm like, it's going to take years of work and practice and progress. I mean, it doesn't happen overnight. So if I'm going to start healing this, I would love to heal it now because we've got four years until my son graduates. It's probably going to take every drop and second. Well, kind of once the kids are gone and out, if it hasn't been solved by that time, it's never going to get solved because at that time, everything just kind (laughs) of goes away anyways. Right. And now they're stuck in the situation that you're stuck in. Yeah. Which is kids are getting married. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's what I I was talking about. I'm like, I know, wow. (laughs) Sorry, I had to. This is a blended family podcast. Um, No, but I was talking with her about, like, um, you know, we have, like, one graduation party would be awesome for my kids. I know that would be, like, the greatest. wedding would be awesome. (laughs) But, like, but when, you know, when my daughter is, um, when my daughter is shopping for her wedding gown one day, she loves her stepmom. Am I really, is like, is that, are, are we not going to fix this so we can't all just go and enjoy that moment? Are we going to ruin that moment of wedding dress shopping or that time with awkwardness and hatred and And I know for a lot of the newly blended family people, or maybe people who aren't even a blended family yet, but mm-hmm. they're on their way to that. They're like, no way, no way. That'll mm-hmm. never happen. No way. It took me seven years. It took me a while, but I remember when I was going through divorce and... All of that was happening. I remember that being, there's no way that will ever happen. There's no way I'm ever going to stand in the same room as my ex and her new husband, or at that time was boyfriend. Like, it was just a no way thing. And over time. Yeah. And th- I can, I'll speak for myself. Also, what got me here is I am so tired of carrying around that hatred that negativity, the, that bitterness, I mean, just, it is like a 50-pound backpack that you're just lugging every day, and it's exhausting, you know, and it's useless, it doesn't better any situation, it doesn't help the kids, it doesn't help me, you know, that just drags us all down, and I was just so tired of it, and I, I wanted to let go of that, and also, you know, there's there's um hi i just i distracted her with with your comments we'll oh oh charlicia i'm sorry if i said your name wrong is here hi girl um hi jess um anyway i just i was sick of carrying that around and then also was really um really just i don't know just heartbreaking to see my kids like this all the time Um, I was just over it and then thinking about the future and, you know, even like, okay, so our kids are going to have kids and we're all going to be grandparents and then our grandkids are going to have birthday parties. So are we really going to keep this going when our grandkids are having birthday parties? And the fact of the matter is, are we going to make our kids have two birthday parties? It will keep going because (laughs) this is so stupid. We're not going to call you out on how old you are now, (sighs) but being so old does this type of stuff still affect you? <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. It does, though, right? Yeah. How? What do you mean? Your biological father and your biological mother. Give us a quick rundown of their relationship when it comes to you. <laughs> do I need to turn on crickets again? Yeah, no. Okay, so my situation was, well, I mean, my dad lives six hours away from me. Right. So we don't need the whole backstory, but tell us... What if, do you if, 
if I'm you, just saying, like, I didn't have to deal with them being were, in the same place at the same time ever. Right. But why is that? It's time not, and space. It's but if you were to have another wedding, how <laughs> would how would that work out? Your dad won't show up. You want me to get married? I'm gonna again? answer I'm this exhausted. question for you. I'm gonna answer this question so for you. So be wedding number four. I can't Teen. do it. Wow. Um so <laughs> her biological father will not go to an event that her mother is at. Yeah, my biological father, when I when I married my children's father. That's the story I'm looking for. Guess, well, why are you just telling me that? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, wow. If you're on the baby podcast, shark? she oh, is doing grandma baby shark. Grandma shark. Grandma shark. Just kidding. Grandma shark, you better clean her pants. Uh, <laughs> um, no, when my, my second, okay, so my second marriage to my kid's father, um, I asked my dad. And mind you, I was 23, 24, 22. Oh, I was 22. I had Cole, my son at 23. So, um, I asked my dad to walk me down the aisle and he said, no, (laughs) true story. He, um, because I asked him to walk me down the aisle and it was a, it was a big thing. I don't really ask anything of my dad. Um, and so to ask him to do that, I was, you know, big deal. And he, he didn't want to, because he said, does that mean I have to come to the rehearsal and the rehearsal dinner? And I said, well, yes, of course you would. And he said, well, I don't inviting you to my wedding. Yeah. He's like, well, I don't want to be around, you know, your parent, your mom and your stepdad. So if I have to be there and be there for that, then, um, no. Um, Yeah. That's kind of where reality reality set in. So my point of you telling that story is if we don't solve. So he didn't walk me down the aisle. My stepdad did. Just pointing that out. Yeah. But if we don't solve these problems when our children are still with us and under our household care, we don't mm-hmm. solve it during that problem during that time because that's when it's the most problem. Yeah. I feel like it's going to turn into your situation and it's never it's never going to get solved, right? Because after the kids are out of the house and they're on their own, what's the point of us solving our differences with our exes at that point, right? Yeah. We really don't have to deal with them unless it's for the big events, the graduations, the marriages. This the makes me want to cuss so much. I know. This topic, You've I'm like, I've got every single cuss word allow. ready. It's, it is, because you, when you have kids with someone, Jokes. it is forever, Right, it does. It does. It is graduations. It is wedding. It is births. It is grandchildren. You know, it is any major. It could be funerals. Funeral. I mean, but like your kids get hurt in a hospital. Are you gonna be awkward in a hospital when your children are sick? Because you just need to be there for your kids. Like you know, so I just think you do what you got to do to squash it as soon as you possibly can. So that's so what you're doing then by taking. They're not even baby steps. That's a big leap of faith that you did by yeah. inviting her out to meet mm. with you. And that really, like... I take no credit for that. I know. You, you're you like, I have no agenda. I don't know what we're going to talk it was about. Real, that was really weird. But the we did. Thing. We just we compared notes in house. It was great. Yeah, it turned it into a, it. You know, like, oh, I'll be home yeah. in, you know, 45 <laughs> minutes, an hour. It turned into an event. Yeah. Like and, you, you know, I, so this long. is something that I told her too i said it was it's weird we were friends once truly like you know i mean we liked each other at some but point but when you got back from that too you told me point blank you said mm-hmm. part of that sparked i remember why we were friends at one point in time yeah and 
you might not know your ex's new spouse or new whoever, but... Which I think is easier if you don't know them. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But also, you and your ex at one point in time probably got along pretty well and probably had stuff in common. So for them to go find someone else... What? Let's hear I about just, it. No, I just the jokes. I know. I've completely heard, inappropriate. Are you going to cuss at me? No. Oh. Okay. So, but my point is yeah. that the other person probably isn't... They're probably different from you, but they're probably not so far off that you can't get along with them. Right? Yeah. You know what? Some, and uh, so another good point to this, if you're harbor, harboring ill will towards your ex or their new spouse... Um, you know, I have, there are people very close in my life um, who have done some pretty appalling and harmful and hurtful things, um, not to me, but to other people, like, oh, you yeah. know. I know what you're saying. Friends and family have done some pretty. You've just seen them do things that you, from the outside in. Yes. Okay. But, I mean, horrendous things that if I wanted to walk away from these relationships, most people would be like, okay. I, I support that. that. Um, but, you know, I was able to forgive and I was able to find grace and accept, like, that everyone has flaws. And Did it involve cussing? Oh, there was a lot of cussing. But anyway, how can I, for, I guess my point is I was being such a hypocrite. That's how I felt, too. How can I forgive these people in my life who have been horrific and done morally repugnant things to people I love? You know, but they're still around. I'm still friends with them. I break bread with them. We go out. We we laugh. We joke. We're, we, you know, how can I forgive here and not forgive here? And so I was really struggling with that hypocrisy. Yeah. And so I, I think that was also a big thing. I You know, I, I had to let go. And I think I have to let go and move on. You know, it is like we're not living in the past. We're just moving on, you know. And let me tell you, too, the amount of hatred and anger and conflict that you hold towards your ex um, doesn't, you know, isn't going to erase the past. I think that we think that if if we just hang on to it and we're mean to them, that they're going to, the past is going to change somehow. Um, But it's written. It's done. So you have a complete free blank road ahead of you make it what you want it to be yeah why hang out on the past yeah because my ex and i we had a very very rough about a year there yeah maybe a little longer um that we could both probably get hung up on for a long time and ruin our child's upbringing and their future and by both of us being able to just let that go yeah you know and not bring it up and not hold grudges and not throw punches at each other about it has helped so, so, so much. Most definitely. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. I think that your kids are very, very, very lucky that you guys, you know, it makes me, this is probably the wrong thing to say, but I totally see why you guys are married. Hmm. Like, I get it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I totally am like, yes, I get it. I totally, I I, I see it. Yeah, Um, but that's only one very, very small piece of that pie and of that puzzle. Oh, right. for sure. I mean, otherwise, yes, stuff happens. Otherwise, you know, you wouldn't be with me. Right. 
So, um, but do you have a game? Do I dare ask for this? Are I, we no? No, we forfeited it. My game's been forfeited. You did so much cussing. We don't have time for anything else now. <laughs> Everyone, like our viewer oh. count, just there was just another thing to. that somebody brought up. Let's talk. Let's tackle that real quick. What was it? What Remind was it? Me. It was something about marriages, wasn't it? It wasn't about marriages. No. no. Hmm. I don't know. Dropping that ball too. I know. Okay. We suck at remembering. Yeah. Um, That's the beauty of being a blended family. We are stretched so thin constantly mm-hmm. with all of our time, resources. Just being able to put out this podcast mm-hmm. is such like <laughs> get home from work, get it all set up, get it all planned. Mm-hmm. Um so we oh. we oh I don't remember. I just have another thing to Let's say. Let's hear it. Okay. So another way to squash this awkwardness. Yeah. Okay. Is I think that you have to face it head on. I know for me, I have this tendency to want to avoid. So if I think a situation is going to be awkward, I would tend to want to avoid it or to slink away and hide in the back or, um, you know, just not confront, just not, you know, it's kind of like put your big girl panties on and face it. You know, the more you put yourself in these awkward situations, the less awkward they become. You know, so I would invite people who are having to face the other family to just suck it up. It's going to be awkward, but keep doing it. Keep going. You will find a new normal. I think in the beginning, everything is very weird. It's such a whirlwind, too. And it's so unnatural. Everything about a blended family is super unnatural. And you kind of have to make this unnatural your new reality. Well, and the, let go. the beauty of it too is there isn't just like a blended family. Blended family doesn't look one specific way. We've said this a thousand times. It looks every which way that you can imagine, even ways that you can't imagine. You're like, oh, that's a blended family too. Mm-hmm. But you basically create this new pathway and this new road of what is right. Mm-hmm. And do it to the best of your knowledge and your ability. And um, I think a big part of that is seeking out help getting getting other friends who will encourage you and see you through these things not friends who are gonna bad talk your ex and um you you kind of going through a divorce or a breakup um think about think back to like high school and those you know dating God, years. i love people agreeing with me well yes but oh, and, it feels and, so good and that's great but how productive mm. is that if you go back to your first relationships in high school college whenever they were during a breakup all your friends take your side and your friends go like this. When was your first relationship? Like third grade. I think <laughs> I met your mother and then that's how I met you. In third grade? In third grade. Yeah. <laughs> she was my school bus driver. My Just kidding. never you, driven a bus. I know, which is kind of ironic. Yeah. Have you driven a bus before? I have. You know who else has? Don't tell Bob that. Why? Because he'll want you to drive a bus. I know. I'm not going to. Oh. Anyways. Should we play truth or dare? Let's play truth or dare. You're coming up with a game, see? <laughs> you spend enough time with someone, you become a lot like but them. But I don't want to play. I just want to do this to you. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's You're going to make the no. Be, I'll, okay. I'll make you a deal. I'll play truth or dare if you play my shocky game by yourself. No, I don't want to play that shocky game. That's the stupidest thing ever. It was. It's an amazing game. It's not. I got it as an as a gift for. Yeah, I'll Christmas. buy you nipple clamps and we'll <laughs> zap your nipples. 
Who needs nipple clamps? I have jumper cables downstairs. <laughs> Let's play this game. Let's play that game. Okay. All right. We have to think of No, some. not to me, to you. No. Oh. Um, anyway. All right. Well, I think that we are going to wrap this up. Yeah? We're getting pretty close. We're, we're about 40 minutes in. Oh. I mean, yeah, we totally can. I think people are getting sick of us. Do you guys have any <laughs> comments or ideas? We're getting pretty crazy oh, up here. Oh, here we go. Let's hear it. Um... Jessica asks, has there been any negative feedback or issues that have arisen from your children's other parents since starting your podcast? No. Not yet. Not yet. Maybe this will be the one. We keep waiting for it. But here is something that came up before we ever started this and something we talk about often. And like talking about you meeting up with your ex's new, not new, but with your- My kid's stepmom. Your kid's stepmom. Thank you. You're welcome. Is that we are always very careful not to bad talk or put them down or mention situations that could be misconstrued. We truly only give the facts. And if the facts can hurt one side or the other, that fact doesn't come into play. Yeah. And I think we're also really careful because we don't want to hurt our kids. That's and it. our kids love everyone. Um, and so knowing that our kids are going to watch this. Or are watching this. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Um, yeah, I think that it's just, you know, we while it's a fine line we walk, right? Like, you have to kind of share your life, and that's a lot of the, the hardships of what we went through in an honoring and respectful way. And I think that's also us being open to taking accountability because we are half of the problem. You know, my kids being awkward and in these social situations, I'm half of that. I have created that right along with... Whether you want to admit it or not. No, I admit it. I'm no, super I'm emotional. people in general. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be... Yeah. It's going to be a part of it. So, Jessica, no, not yet. And I don't... I've thought about that. I mean, I don't know what could happen. Can Can somebody shut someone down because I don't like being talked about? I would submit all this to a court and be like, watch it. And you tell me if it's disrespectful, I feel like we do a good job keeping it pretty. Well, the neat thing about the way that we're doing it. And I mean, this is just an opinion, Mm -hmm. but I feel like by us doing it this way, I think it helps keep us in check to go back to a good nineties, 2000 word. Yeah. You know, well, definitely. And you know, um, meeting with speaking of that really quick, sorry to cut you off. I'm very good at that, but Meeting with my kid's stepmom. Start calling you Bobbit. Oh, gosh. Um, that's later, baby. <laughs> like, no, no cutting off. <laughs> um, was also, oh, darn it, I lost my train of thought. Meeting with. Yeah. No, meeting with her was, oh, so I'm writing all this stuff on our Instagram, and, and this is all my heart pouring out and what I truly believe. But if I'm not living out what I'm telling others to do, if I'm not following my own advice, then I'm a You're fraud. Just, yeah, and a hypocrite. Gosh, I know. And so I've seen a lot of my own hypocrisy, and I'm trying to. But again, going back to my point that you cut me off from, it really helps keep us in check yeah. by doing this and yeah. being involved with this. It's kind of like going to church. If any of you go to church, you tend to straighten up a little bit when you're at church. And when you leave church, you're still a little straight. And by <laughs> the end, by the end, oh, the 
of the week when it's time to go back to church, you've yeah. come down a little bit. And yeah. when you go back, you know, so by us doing this and us being involved with this blended life, blended family situation, mm-hmm. it helps us to kind of keep ourselves in check and stay on the straight and narrow path of good parenting, good family practice values. And I've seen it help us a lot um, just in the short amount of time in our parenting and our family life. You know, it's still not perfect. And who knows if it ever will be, but it helps us on a day-to-day basis just to be involved with this. Yeah. Right? Talking about the way that we deal with our exes, if we have to go deal with them when we're done on this, Mm -hmm. it's fresh in your brain and you're like, okay, I'm going to deal with this a little softer. Well, what's cool about us doing this too is I feel like we get to know each other better because, you know, you guys, these conversations, we don't pre-talk before we do any of this. so No, 10 seconds before I hit the record (laughs) button. It's like, what are we talking about? Oh, I don't know. know, We'll see where this goes. We'll see where it goes. So Um, viewers that type in, thank you, Celicia. (laughs) Charlicia. 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 Ooh, Charlicia. I love it. Um, Obsessed with that name now. We're not having kids. If we had kids, we're not having kids. There's another question everybody asks. I just can't wait to tell our kids we don't want to have kids. (laughs) But so we, I mean, these are a lot of this we've never ever even talked about with each other before. A Um, lot of this happens right here. Yeah. Which I think the first three. Maybe for a podcast, there were a couple things where I thought about it afterwards for a little while. I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Like the way you told me you never want to have kids with me. I knew you didn't want to, but when you put that out there on the air, <laughs> I thought about it yesterday. I'm not even kidding you. I'm like, Why? dang, she really called me out. Like she, uh, For myself too, I think it would be disaster <laughs> for me. That's what I'm saying. And for you. But it was us. never that serious of a conversation or a topic oh. that got talked about. Like, yeah, we both knew. Like, yeah, whatever. But it was never like, let's sit down and like, are you are you sure that's what you want in life? You just put it out there like, this is never happening. That would be the worst thing ever. I have one word for you. What's that? Vasectomy. Do what to you? <laughs> anyway. Okay. I'm sick of being on birth control. Mm. <laughs> I've got two words for you. Oh, what's that? <laughs> just kidding. Let's hear it. How's your mom make mac and cheese again? <laughs> Yeah. Um, is there anything you are, you want to ask me about, like, how, I don't know, we don't really talk, you don't, okay, so here's something really, well, it's interesting, because he's, like, the least jealous person in the history of life. I never, he's never, like, I mean, uh, yeah. I used to be. Yeah, I think you weird? have to have a little jealousy in a relationship. I think it's healthy. And I do to a small extent, but I also know jealousy is not one of those things that, again, like worrying or talking about your ex, whatever. It's not one of those things that if you sit there and dwell on jealousy, it's really going to change the situation. It usually mm-hmm. kind of only makes things worse, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of times things that you're jealous over only push the person further in that direction or make the situation a negative situation and you're not going to control it anyways. You you have no saying in this. I think you posted something on this. On I mean, Was it your personal? No, I think it was a Blended Life account earlier. That you spend a lot of time worrying about things and putting energy into things that you ultimately have no control over. 
Yeah. 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 I think one thing that's running rampant and is just on social media and in my personal life, you know, it's not our personal life, but like with friends and things like that. Um, the cheating thing mm. is, uh, I mean, I posted a funny thing yesterday on Instagram and people are like, I wish you could tell that bitch for me because she broke up my marriage. And I'm like, but I'm not making light of that. This is a real it's a, situation. It's an epidemic, yeah. This is like, it triggered a lot of people because it is just running rampant. Like, people are just so morally loose Yeah. in that regard. I don't know. But anyway, that's really a tangent from what we're talking about here, but that's fine, Jealous. We're not talking about anything now. We're just going for it. We're going for it. Cussing our way down the road. Yeah. yeah. What was a turning point for you when you were not, um, like, how did you lay down being awkward? Like, was there a moment? Because you're saying there was, like, for me, there hasn't been a switch yet. So I haven't had that. I mean, I took a step. We'll see where it goes. For you, it was like we had a year of hell, and now here we are, and we're fine. Oh. What was that? So I, the more I think back, I think back so often on this because I looked yeah. for that switch. There was never a switch. It was something that just took time to soften up and soften up. It's like that favorite T-shirt you have or that I have, a pretty white one. It's, it doesn't look dirty until you put a brand new one next to it. You know, It takes time for it to wear away. That's my analogy for the day. It doesn't look dirty unless you put it next to it. Unless you put it next to a brand new one. So over time, it, it gets dirty, right? I was going to give you a car analogy, but... I it would wanna, do that I one. Didn't Maybe I would sick. think I would understand that better. It's like your brand new car. You buy a brand new car, yeah. and it's your brand new car, but two years down the road, you're like, eh, I'm kind of used to this thing now, and it's not quite as shiny as it once was, right? Mm-hmm. But you go take that brand new car, and you put it... That's now two years old, and you go put it next to... A brand new car, the same make and model on the car lot. Yeah. Your car now looks a little worn down, a little uglier, right? A little less shiny. Yeah. Right? And it's kind of the same way. Like, you work at something in on on making your relationship better, co-parenting. Yeah. And you do it just little by little by little. It doesn't happen overnight. There isn't a switch. Otherwise, there'd be some magic formula that everyone has that... You'd get the special key to, and people yeah. would pay $10,000 for this thing that Ooh. you basically just turn the key in or flip the switch, and boom, yeah. our co-parenting's perfect. It's something you have to work on, just like most things in life. Yeah, and right? I think also, though, I think what's helped, don't you feel like as life progresses, though, it kind of makes you, it forces you to accept things like when somebody, when your ex is dating and it's boyfriend and girlfriend, you're like, WTF. You know what you have. And you all pick them apart, and yeah. But then they get married, and then or they have kids, and they keep. I think with every step forward, there's another nail in the coffin of some. I don't even know what that it's time. It's just time yeah. puts. I think, it, I, but I think it, as you see them move on in such big ways that it also is like life is marching on. Right. Why am I still holding on to stuff that we were dealing with years ago? Right. You know? Yeah. Well I'm reading I'm reading another question. Hang on. Okay. Let's hear it. Who's it from? Oh. It's from Jessica as well. <laughs> 
Yeah, so um, <laughs> a, a, a friend is following my kid's stepmom. Oh, really? By accident. I, whatever. So Just this is interesting. I've had a lot of people, um, you know, because... Are we going to shout out some promotions now? Yeah. Let's hear it. Uh, my kid's stepmom also does something called the Blended Tribe. Mm-hmm. And so um, that's a whole... So check her out. She's on Facebook and Instagram, I believe. Um, you do not follow her? No, we're. I think, I think I'm blocked. I don't know. It's whatever. I get it. I... It's better no that way. I don't. That, yeah. Well, I mean, why? Why am I going to start looking at? Then it just becomes. It's like looking through your spouse's phone. Once you start down that rabbit hole of like picking, like, oh, I want to see what everything is. What are you looking at? Who are you texting? What are you saying? And you don't give up until you find something. You or don't give up until you find something, and more than likely, it's going to hurt my feelings because my kids are experiencing life without me, and that's really hard. The social media thing, I'm happy to not go creep on people yeah. because it's one of the hardest things in this blended family world and sharing custody is missing out on a on well, my kids' lives. Think of how much time like and energy hard. people waste digging yeah. and prying into again, not your business. Yeah, not your situation. And I and I'm not even talking about just blended families. I'm talking about ex-friends or your friends someone or another yeah just all this time people spend online spying or whatever you call it right go to the gym do something better for yourself put that effort into something else (laughs) go have sex with your husband (laughs) i don't have a husband (laughs) oh but (laughs) the effort that's put into that if you put that effort into trying to change the situation or make it better or um just giving that up for something else, just the amount of time that you come up with, you know? All of us are stretched so thin for time yeah. these days anyways. Yeah. Which was another one of my points earlier before you interrupted me. I'm going to interrupt you right now. It was a long time. Okay, let's do it. Because Charlicia has a question. Okay. Thank you. She says, is it wrong to be cordial until we get to that place? It's been a few times where she, the ex, where she's the ex, has been rude and then wants to hug me in front of the kids. I don't know how to handle that. Okay, it's so my pull. yeah, my mm. kid's stepmom just hugged me for the first time in the bathroom. In the woman's bathroom, was it in the bathroom? It was so it was, awkward. Right. Okay, but you know what? I think that if everyone hugged each other, the world would be a better place. I know you that's know there's so a hippie. Study, there's a study done. How yeah. weird is this? And I tried it out on. <laughs> I don't I tried, know. If I, I tried it out know. on her mom's best friend who works down in our office. What are you talking Sherry, about? If you hug someone for 20, 20 seconds, hug someone for 20 seconds. Yeah. It will change everything. Like it, it totally just takes like Sherry was having a really bad day one day. I walked into the <laughs> office and she had told me about this earlier. And we have like this funny, like if, if, if you know anything about me, all I do is joke around. And make fun of things. That's and true. she had told me about this earlier in the day. So I said, come here, Sherry. And I gave her this 20-second hug. And we t- and we counted to 20. And she just, like, it turned her whole day around. She laughed. And, like, it was funny. Like, it was very th- therapeutic. But it's a study. Look it up. I'm not even making this stuff up. No, I told It's just, you're cute. Um, yeah, I think hugging people, you know, I think 
kindness brings kindness. When you put positivity out there, you'll get it back in return. Um, I think that if she wants to give you a hug, maybe don't hold it 20 seconds because that's. <laughs> or do it and see what happens. No. Probably <laughs> she may never hug you again. This could be a tactic. Maybe you hug her for like a minute and a half You're and like, see I what happens. This thing. <laughs> She'll be like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think if somebody wants to hug you, then that's that's extending some sort of an olive branch. And maybe just maybe if you keep doing that, it'll be less awkward. And here's Give one of the things. Hug, say hello. Be cordial. There's no reason not to be cordial. And you know, one of the best things you know. that you can do, which I've always done and it's kind of by default, is just kill people with kindness. Even if they have done the worst things to you and they're just the most terrible person to you, never give them a reason not to like you. So that way, at the end of the day, if they don't like you and that's they want to badmouth you, that's completely 100% I agree with that on them. And that's been, a, like I said, mm-hmm. it's kind of a default thing that I've mm-hmm. kind of always done. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older and I've been through these situations and you've gone through a divorce and you've had, yeah, it's been a harder thing for me to do. But it always seems to work. It's great advice, especially when you're going through a divorce. Or, you know, you're co-parenting. Um, people love to latch on to anything that you do that's wrong, especially in a small town. Um, and so you 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 need to be consciously not giving people a reason to talk about you, to say, any, you know, to, you know, if you're getting drunk at bars and making out with somebody, 10 different guys, you know, your spouse. You've never done such things. But your ex, you know, somebody's going to see you. That's going to get back around. You're going to be the town whore. Here you are. Or city. You know, and then whatever it is. You just, you know, keep your head down, stay in your lane, because your life isn't about, your life really is about your kids. When you give birth, you have now committed your entire life to these children. That's a whole other topic. Yeah, and if you can't do that, then... You shouldn't have had kids. Don't have kids if you don't have kids already. Can we say happy birthday to Avery? Yeah. We are a proud new aunt and uncle. Aunt, uncle, not aunt, uncle. Hey, it's it's almost 2020. It can be whatever I want it to be. <laughs> I had till five years old to choose my gender. Thank you. <laughs> but anyway, our beautiful niece Avery was born today, and she is precious. And looks like my dad. Looks so much like your dad. She's the cutest thing. I ever. hope she has more hair than him when she grows up. Yeah, she's the most beautiful. She's five weeks early. She's three pounds but six she's ounces. My but sister's she's healthy. Good. Yeah. Everyone's happy, healthy, and. Um, Gosh, just what a beautiful day today is. Yeah. So happy birthday to Avery. We love you, and we, even though we haven't met you yet. Yay. We're going to go see her on Sunday. In the NICU. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. If you have more topics, more talking ideas, just type them. Type them into whatever podcast you're watching. If you're watching this one right now, or you're listening, or you're... You want a hug? You want a hug for 20 seconds? You want a hug for 20 seconds on air? No. People don't want to watch that. Oh, it could be the start, start of a different kind of video. <laughs> <laughs> I make your comment. editing job hard. Give us, oh. I, yes, and you totally throw me off on all this. And look at this, I'm multitasking. <laughs> you're the best multitasker I know. Thank you. But anyways, if you're listening to this, check us out on YouTube because you can watch us be complete sailors and or you can read it. I'm the only one that cusses. On the blog. 
on air total pirate yeah because i'm not a hypocrite in instagram you I run am who i am julie here baby. runs our i'm just trying to give you some credit here and you just won't let me go julie runs a really good instagram i give her all the idea and how to run it <laughs> but she does a really good job doing it i started instagram before you even knew we were doing blended life you started Please. instagram before i ever knew we were getting married you knew we were Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in. Oh, Me fun. and Pirate Julie will be back next week at 7 o'clock live on our Are we doing it live? YouTube page. I, I'm liking this. We get interaction right off the Do you guys like it? Comment below. Tell us if you like it live or you prefer video. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. And have a wonderful rest of your day, evening, life, etc. Have a good life. <laughs> Bye. Bye, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, it's Julie again. I hope this episode of Blended Life started a conversation that you will finish in your home. But I get it, right? Sometimes you need more. My offer still stands. If I can interest you in a free one-on-one -on -one breakthrough session with me to see if coaching is right for you, contact me now at becomingheardnow at gmail.com and let's get you unstuck. Becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I look forward to it.